clinical disclaimer. This podcast is focused on education and entertainment. While we love to help and teach, it is not meant to be used as a replacement for clinical services. If you are experiencing significant relationship issues or major concerns in your sexual, physical, or mental health, please seek the services of a professional provider near you. Welcome to the University of Pleasure, where we have sexual conversation to help build a happier nation. I'm Dr. Tara Jansen, licensed psychologist and certified sex therapist. And I'm Jeremiah James, and I am just a guy who likes talking about sex. Doc, I I have to tell you, in all honesty, right now, right here, I may have had the greatest book to read to you. I know that this is, I should have said, oh, welcome (laughs) back already, but I'm like over the moon about this book I'm about to read to you. Ugh, okay. I get, (laughs) all right. This is what happens whenever I let you take over our topic matter. And we're back, as we already said in the opening. I'm sorry to our millions of fans out there, but I couldn't keep it in. So you probably already know what's coming. It's thumbs up, thumbs down. On That's not the, doc. the name. That's not the name. You it just... is the name, Doc. <laughs> it is the name of the segment. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I think it's called good advice, bad advice. I like thumbs up, thumbs down, and I think we should stick to it. I want to even do an emoji thing, like just like boom, 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 thumbs up, thumbs. You can't see that I'm doing that right now, folks. Anyway, before we get started with thumbs up, thumbs down with the doc, see if we can't get her to say good advice, bad advice. Want to make a couple announcements. Don't forget to check out the Amy book, the first book by Autumn Karen and myself and the University Pleasure all together here. Check it out on Audible. It is a lot of fun. And leave us a review. Tell us what you think. If you think it's crap, say nothing. And uh, give us five stars anyway. I'm kidding. If you don't like it, you can tell us too. I am all about the art in taking in criticism. Right, Doc? <laughs> How dare you laugh? How dare you? Oh, best. That was the best laugh oh, I've had wow. all day. Thank you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, I was going to take it easy on you, but now I'm not going to take it easy on you. That's it. You are not. I mean, this changed nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And don't forget, also, folks, we have our phone number. So don't forget to give us a call. And all of a sudden, I'm looking for my business card, and I can't find it because I've never memorized the number. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember when we memorized all numbers? I know. It was like a different time. It was. I don't. And now I feel like a tiny child whenever I... Oh, I found it. I found it. Crisis averted. I'm not stopping. We're going to keep rolling here. Thank God. Thank God for everyone. Here we go. 917-382-0653. That number again is 917-382-0653. Call in with your could have been better sex stories, great sex stories, or just call in to maybe there's something you all want to talk about that the doc could help you out with or myself. I'm about to be officially certified as a self-help guru in the next uh, six months or so. Uh, it's a correspondence course. It's not a yeah, big deal. Is it? Oh. Yeah, not is it a like a deal. correspondence by letters? Like one of those? <laughs> like a like just writing letters? To just somebody? writing letters. I just that's all I got to do. It's really okay. easy. You know me. I'm not good with tests. Anyway, right. or people can also email us at contact at universityofpleasure.com. Contact 
at universityofpleasure.com. And I have to tell you, Doc, before we go on, I really enjoyed our last episode. I listened back to it, as I always do, not just because I'm editing, but because I think I'm great. And (laughs) I really thought that that episode was the, the whole thing about mediocrity. I hope you all go back and listen to that episode. If you didn't have a chance last week, it was a really cool episode that the doc brought up about, uh, you know, the magic of mediocrity. I don't remember the name because that's not. That's what it was. You oh, got I did. It. Did I get it right? The magic and media. Yeah. The magic and media. Damn. Magic and mediocrity. Cooking with gas today. Amazing. All right. Good for you, Jeremiah. Pat on the back. <laughs> but it really was a cool episode. Have a listen to it. A lot of really helpful advice there with the doc that even your old pal Jeremiah James was shocked about, which never happens because I'm so in tune. Anyway, thumbs up, thumbs down. Good or good advice, bad advice, in which you, Jeremiah, select a piece of sexual health or relationship advice, typically that you find from like books, articles, somewhere in the internet ether. I swear to God a giant hole in the universe somewhere that you pull this stuff out of <laughs> last this time one. it was playboy remember the playboy one yes oh. all that playboy uh, advice from we like were saving the, 80s, the world from, from playboy 80s, advice but, from the 80s but it was so clear that it was like someone making up the questions in a way that was like and then answering the question that they made up yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was it was so so great this one is real special. And I have to say, one of the absolute best, like just names of an author I have heard oh my God. in the longest of times. Folks, thumbs up, thumbs down. With the doc, here we go. And doc, you're welcome for this. Get laid now. How to pick up women and have casual sex by. Tab Tucker. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So just just for reference, Jeremiah just texted me a picture of the cover of this book. And it is capital A aggressive. <laughs> like it reminds me of like a warning label on like like a poison like sort of. Yeah, like, it does. It all really like does. reds. It's all reds, yellows, and blacks. Get laid now. <laughs> Tab Tucker. Do we think Tab Tucker is a real name? I don't know. I hope it is. I hope that that is his given name because that is balls. Like, I just can't even Tab Tucker. It's like when somebody says to you, it's like, what's your porn name? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, what is it? Like a, your your dog's name from when you were growing up and the, the uh, street you lived on. So my porn name is Sam Timberline. Right. Yeah, mine is mine is Husker Rural Route One. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I grew up in the the country. <laughs> in the country, so we're gonna Rural have to, Route One. Rural Route One. All last names. <laughs> Exit right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm ready to jump into this because I think Tab Tucker is gonna teach us a thing or two, and I can't wait <sighs> to get the doc's advice. Get so, laid now. All get right. Get laid now. Exclamation point now. Oh, well, all right. All right. Here we go. First little bit here. Yes, it's true that everyone wants to get laid. The only trouble is that it's not as easy as most people would like. They go through life searching for that 
perfect pickup line or the special scent body spray, anyone, that will get a woman into bed as easily as they unlock the next level of their favorite video game. By the way, side note, anybody who references video games, I am on board with this guy already, okay? (laughs) Great. But this is just wrong thinking and actually makes the act of getting laid much harder than it should be. In a word, these people are clueless. They don't realize that the secret of getting laid is not in finding some sort of mystic mojo that will put them through to the next level. The secret is that it's all up to them. Along Mm -hmm. with the basic knowledge of knowing where to look for easy, available women. (laughs) A term I in no way mean to be disrespectful. The secret mainly lies in how a person presents himself when he finds himself in the right place at the right time. You don't go to a lemon tree to pick apples, do you? You go to the apple tree, right? The same principle applies in getting laid. A friend once told me, if you want to get smarter, you hang around with smarter people. If you want to get laid, you hang around with sluts. Boom. That's a mic drop. (laughs) This friend of his sounds amazing. Oh, gosh. Can we just... Can we just ruminate? <laughs> Jesus, can we? Can you please? <laughs> Sorry. Read that. A friend once told me. Read that again. I really need to sink that in. Just... I'm sorry. I'm sorry to our millions of fans. It's just that friend is. That's some great advice. So let's read it again. If I can get through it without giggling. A friend once told me, if you want to get smarter, you hang around with smarter people. If you want to get laid. You hang around with sluts. It's that simple. (laughs) If you want to get some, you have to go where the women are. All right. That's your first little tidbit there, Doc. That's just Uh, a taste. That's That's just a taste. Okay. Um, Yeah. Well. Do you agree with his friend's advice? Let's just start there. Do you go where the sluts are, Doc? Is that how you well, get? Well, I mean, can I just real quick? That's my. That, by the way, I want to be very clear. Not my words. Yeah. Came from a yeah. Book. Yeah, they're Tab Tucker's friends' words. That's right. Uh, In quotes. Rad, Rad Tucker. <laughs> um, I, I, I would. I kind of am struggling with the idea of like, how do you? How do you measure where the sluts are per yeah. this current? Um, yeah. And maybe the book, I know we can't go through the whole book today. Maybe the book gets, I'm going to go ahead and assume you did not read this entire book, Jeremy. Are you insane? Of course I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we are doing a very uh, light critical review of a few selections, but out of context. Just like I did in school. All right. Yeah. Like okay. this is the cliff notes. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that at some point in this book, it seems like he's going to talk about where the quote-unquote sluts are. Yes. I'm presuming. And again, I thought the analogy with the uh, fruit was really, really good. You know, you can't pick an apple from a lemon tree. I think that was brilliant. That was right up my alley. That sounds like something I actually would say. So I was with him on that. And then it just yeah. kind of went off the rails. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not 
like anti the idea that like if you're looking to engage with folks that are also interested in casual sex, you want to, you know, be thoughtful about sort of the pools in which you are uh, fishing, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to go to like a couple's party and be trying to find someone to have sex if you know it's a if it's a man, like a, a vanilla party, monogamous couple monogamous party. yeah like that's full of like monogamous so i've been to couples parties doc yes Met that's a lot of great right. people I had a great time yeah so you probably do want to be thoughtful of like you know where you're if you're seeking casual sex like you know same deal we've talked about it tons of time with like online and like online dating like being clear about what you're looking for and also seeking others that are looking for the same is going to, you know, increase your odds of like also finding someone you're compatible with that's looking for, you know, more casual sex. I do, you know, it, I do like the part, what was it like looking for easy available women? And I, what does he say? I have by no means mean to be disrespectful. Yes. He says that he's not being disrespectful, doc. He wants, he says, a term I in no way mean to be disrespectful. I think then he could have picked a different term because it still feels <laughs> that and. It's like, it's like that old what? thing. It's like, you know, when somebody says like, I don't want to be an asshole, but. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. So you're about it to just, be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I think that the terminology, like if, you know, even just changing some of the language, right. Looking for people who are also interested in casual sex or are also interested in just being sexual or whatever it might be. I don't know why you need to say easy, easy or sluts. Or sluts. I don't, I don't know why that's a necessary act. Right, I yeah. Guess, is my concern. It feels pejorative unnecessarily. Don't so. know what that word means. What's that word mean? Pejorative, uh, making fun of, negative, unnecessarily. Wow, you pulled it out like an actual like dictionary that was impressive all right i mean i don't know if i'm right on that <laughs> i mean i'm gonna say you are because you're a doc and i'm not so i trust your judgment so you're saying basically i want to get this clear the advice isn't inherently bad here it's just the phrasing isn't great i mean i haven't heard enough to know what the advice actually is right now he's like i don't love the idea that like at the beginning what he called people clueless i think that like don't get it doc he's got to cut through he's got to cut yeah, through yeah well you know what but that's also a little condescending tab right <laughs> what is that his name tab, tab, Did Tucker. I tab right because i don't think that like i think that that sort of that positionality is sort of like i've uncovered the secret and anyone that hasn't is, is clueless i mean there's a little judginess in that figuring out how to engage like in casual sex with some with someone can be complicated I listen, I agree. So the doc gives one thumb up, one thumb down. On I'm not this. giving any thumbs. I need to hear more. I need to hear more. I, of I was what talking about that sequence right there. That's all we're talking about. That sequence. You said yeah. that, hey, if the phrasing wasn't so kind of condescending and rude, that the actual, you know, we've talked about in past episodes that, I, you know, come on now. That's a thumb I, up. I just think. Yeah, some of the language that he's using generally, even the title, how to get laid now. Like, <laughs> I just. It's so aggressive. <laughs> it's aggressive in a way that I find off putting. And frankly, like, I'm not going to lie. Let's say, hypothetically, 
just even looking at the cover of this book, if I just think about marketing here. Let's say hypothetically, someone bought Tab Tucker's book and found uh, someone that was a willing participant in casual sex and they got in their car and this cover beat up cover back was sitting there. They might very quickly go, you know what? I don't think I want to have casual sex with you. Well, I don't know, Doc, because this version, maybe in the original version, that might have been true. Oh, this but is if a... you see the big star on the cover, it's yeah, that's revised, yeah, it revised edition. So this person, you know, obviously was thoughtful enough to go, I don't want the old one. I want the revised edition, right? I'm just saying that the way that this is laid out feels aggressive in a way that if so, <laughs> let's just p- play pretend. Someone's like, oh yeah, I'm interested in casual sex with you. Let's let's go home. And then you see this book on their shelf. You might be like, that feels gross. <laughs> like, there's something about it that feels a little... I don't have a better word, like predatory in a creepy way. Yeah, it's a like it's a little like uh it's a little creeper. It's just got a little bit of that in there. Yeah. You I know, mean, like I'm when you totally... read like the game, we've talked about that book many times uh, with yeah, like negative uh, stuff. God. Like that book comes across a little classier, like in its cover art and all this other stuff. It kind of looks like, oh, this looks like some kind of interesting fancy thing. You know, this it's just this is straightforward, like <laughs> You want to make out the back of my car, and then you see this, and you're like, ooh, this is something he rides around in his car with. I'm not so sure. Yeah, it just, it feels, yeah, overly sort of aggressive. Like, I can, like I said, what I can get on board with is the idea that sometimes if you're seeking more casual sexual encounters, that sometimes it can be tough to figure out how to negotiate those and find other people that are also interested in that. That idea... I can get on board with. Not totally sold on, I'm not totally sure about how he's selling it though. All right, well, that's a thumb up, thumb down kind of scenario in my humble opinion from the doc. (sighs) So I'm gonna move on here. Let's get a couple more little segments before we take a quick break. Next one, in bold type at the top, just so we understand what you're looking at here, doc. You're not a eunuch. Don't act like one. (laughs) Uh, All right. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get together. Be a professional, Jeremiah. You're not a eunuch. Don't act like one. First off, before you do anything else, you're going to have to come to terms with the fact that if you want to have a life of casual sex, you can't act like you've been neutered like a eunuch. Gross. You're a man, right? And you want what men want. And I'm not talking about beer and ribs. I'm talking about sex. One of the biggest problems some men have when it comes to sex is the fact they don't want to accept their biological imperative. They can't accept the fact that sex is more important than their fantasy football team or their action figure collection. While these things are good as hobbies, they should never be more important than getting laid. These types of guys don't want to come to terms with the fact that they are no longer little boys. However, if you want to be a guy who gets laid, you're going to have to get over these notions. Your sex drive should always override these interests. (laughs) Sorry. I feel... Upset. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nobody likes a eunuch, Doc. All right, be a man. That's put away your action figures, nerds. I don't even know where to begin with the like. This just feels offensive to men. Yeah. Like if I'm being, it feels offensive to everyone. If I'm being (laughs) just across the gender spectrum, (laughs) if I'm being honest about it, like there's just so much this like idea of like, you know, people talk about the phrase you hear it a lot now around like toxic masculinity and whether people like, like that phrase or not, what it's really referring to is this idea that like, there is this like specific right way to be a man. That's right. And that it creates. I'm glad that you understand this doc. Yeah, well, and it creates a lot of pressure for men that are having different experiences, their experience of what it means to be a man, right? And this idea that, like, you am I understanding it right? Like, you can't have other, you got to prioritize this. Yeah, he's telling, he's outright saying, no more video games, don't play with your toys, don't have other hobbies. If you have those other hobbies, they only come second to getting laid that it's part of your biology, that you're a man, damn it. And you got to put that crap make away. Make this your, you got to make, make this, it this your priority. That's right. Doc. Do you remember what we've talked about in previous episodes around the role that pressure can create in the success? <laughs> I mean, of an ad- yeah. I mean, I just. I don't, I don't recommend know. this approach. I don't, I disagree with Tab. The, the, okay. This. So the doc I, gives this section a two thumbs I down. I think making your primary soul goal. Let's say someone's like, I really would like, you know, I was thinking I'd like to be having more casual sex than I am. I must make it my mission. I think that that's going to create more pressure around it and make someone more hyper-focused on it a way that might stress you out. Yeah. And make it and actually have counterproductive sort of um, results. I like, I don't really care gender, actually gender aside, like, you know, people can feel a desperate energy. You know what I mean? Like people pick up on that and it's intuitive and it's often instinctive. And you might talk to somebody like, why weren't you interested in them? Like I've talked, I talked to a ton of people and like, this is more as a psychologist, right? Like when you get that sense of like someone's sort of desperate energy of like wanting to be sexual, it's like often not a very real turn on (laughs) for people. And I, the approach Maybe there's, I'm assuming there is a nuance of this approach that he's going to go into maybe further deeper in the book and describe, but I can see a lot of people misinterpreting this, like making, like misinterpreting something like this and being like, it needs to be your number one focus. Don't t- eyes on the ball. Don't lose track. <laughs> right. And I think that that would just create a sense of pressure. And frankly, uh, 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 an intensity behind it that honestly, psychologically, I think other people could like interdynamically, like between like the dynamics, uh, you're, let's say, in a, I don't know, like some type of party setting with somebody, they might feel that intense energy. What are your hobbies? Trying to figure out how to fuck you? I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's, you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah, just like a casual conversation. Well, I actually let go of all my hobbies. This is my hobby now, trying to figure out how to get laid. You know how I know you hate this so much? It's just the absolute word salad that comes out. Half doctor, half annoyed, and then curse words. It's like, bing, bang, boom. That's the trifecta right there. That's a definite <laughs> two thumbs down for the doc. Two thumbs down. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not for I don't like it. It's definitely doesn't make me happy. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I think this is a good place to take a break because we have two more sections to go through oh, here, Doc. Great. Two more Super. sections. So we'll be right back. And we're back, folks. One of my favorite types of episodes. The good old thumbs up, thumbs down, or whatever good advice, doctor bad says advice. it is, and Greg probably will agree with her and whoever else. Anyway, I like thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay, so we are reading selections from Get Laid Now, How to Pick Up Women and Have Casual Sex by Tab Tucker, revised edition. So, I so don't want it. This is after he got feedback on the book. I know. This is when he went back and fixed it. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready for some more? Yeah. All right. I feel like we're going to get some angry mail from Tab Tucker. You know what? It's okay because I, I, I again, like I said earlier, I'm open to tough reviews. So, mm -hmm. if I, as Jeremiah James, a guy who likes talking about sex, is open to reviews on his book that might not be so great. I think Tab should be open too. Don't you think he should be open? I mean, yeah. I mean that's why you put stuff out in the you, universe and people have their feels about not it. Not against the law. Also, to say you know, what to be fair, is. to be fair, we are taking clearly some very brief selections. Perhaps yes. if you read further in the so we have a limited review because we're only basing it on what I'm assuming are the ten pages you read. I don't know. May, ten pages. Are you insane? Ten Seven. paragraphs. <laughs> oh, great. So not a cohesive book review. Basically, it's called together. skimming and finding cringeworthy things. Got, <laughs> Even uh, I go, it. whoa, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Remember, casual sex is about two or more people having fun. You have to keep focused on the fact that you're out for the sex and that's it. There's nothing wrong with this line of thinking if you both know from the get-go that's what you're after. All this leads to the fact that when you're looking for casual sex, it's good to know some basic rules. Now, I know the doc's excited about this because she loves rules, okay? So, rules for casual sex from Tab Tucker. Three quarters... It has no meaning beyond the act itself. One second. Did you say three quarters? Three quarters. That's what it says. I am reading it. It says three slash four. Isn't that okay. three quarters? Yeah. What? All right. Keep going. I mean, Weird. I wasn't good at math, but I was I correct on that, right? It's three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Three quarters. It has nothing, has no meaning beyond the act itself. Three quarters. You're not looking for a relationship. Three quarters, everybody needs to have a good time, not just you or her. Three quarters, don't become obsessed. Three quarters, always use protection and practice safe sex. Three quarters, it should be fun. How many quarters are there? There's a <laughs> lot of quarters there. There's a lot, a lot of quarters. <laughs> are you sure that, is this from like a digital thing? Maybe that's like a weird, like... Doc, it says three slash four. It has no have... meaning. Three slash okay. four, you're not looking. I mean, it's three quarters, three quarters, three quarters. I mean, that's a whole lot of quarters, but maybe right, he was thinking whatever. 150%. That's <laughs> Give it like 150%. A... Yep, great. That's that's a lot of, that's too many quarters in a pie. So, but all that, right. Hey, listen, 
depends on how you're cutting up. Tab Tucker might have a different way. Doc, you might learn something here. I'm just These okay. rules are very simple, so there's no need to complicate them. It's just a tryst, a one-night stand. So it shouldn't have any meaning other than the sex. He must have gone to the same school as you because you use that term, the sex. I've heard you see it many times. So oh, yeah. Must be I've some... often said, you let's talk have... about the sex today. Yeah, let's, I mean, maybe we should get Tab Tucker to come on uh, Shoot the Shit. Yeah? Oh, my God. Okay. Come shoot the Shit? No, I'd rather have him on this one. Okay. <laughs> the... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd rather have him on this one. The lowbrow <laughs> with the no. lowbrow host. Is that what we're getting at here? No, that one is um, marketing saying that everyone coming on is a sexual health expert. <laughs> fine, Doc. Nice, nice dance around. That's fine. It's okay. I'm not hurt by it. Doesn't matter. Let's get back to this. <laughs> Casual sex has nothing to do with forming an emotional relationship. And if it's not fun for everyone, why do it? That is pretty much the gist of casual sex. Keep these rules in mind at all times, and your mind and heart will be in the right place when you're on the hunt. It's when people forget these rules that someone inevitably gets disappointed or hurt. Well, I just have to say thank you, Tab Tucker, for that, because I don't like hurting people either, and I think it's good to have rules. I didn't know you could have this many three-quarter rules, but... <laughs> I think it's great to have rules. And I have to say, Doc, I think Tev has a very good point here. I mean, he's kind of talking about communication and making sure that you're being open about it, right? Yeah. I mean, so I'm, let's not, get your thoughts. I'm not. Yeah, I'm okay with the, like, I we've talked before about, like, the idea of, like, there's nothing wrong with casual sex. And if that's the same page that both people are on, like, great, groovy, have a good time. I appreciate some of his rules. You know me, love the rule for using protection and practicing right. safe sex. Yes. Big fan, big, big fan, fan of that tab. I thought too. Right? Um, I think I struggle with the first rule. It would you? It has no meaning beyond the act itself. That's correct. Um, so here's the thing. There are so many different ways to have casual sex. Yes. And Tab is talking about Tab's way and what works for Tab. Some people are really good at what we refer to as like emotional compartmentalization, right? Sure. Like they can go in, be sexual with someone, and it's like, it was just about the, the sex. The right? sex. Was, See, I told you. Went was, to the, you guys went to the same school. I feel it. Continue. Yes, for sure. Um, oh, man, I spent way too much money then. Um <laughs> If, um, but, uh, but like, just, you know, like for some people, they can't, that is how they kind of can engage in casual sex. But then there are other types of casual sex that might be more like friends with benefits. That's like real friends, right? Where there is some meaning, maybe it's not a deep romantic meaning, but the sex that they're having, there is emotions attached to it. It's just not in this like sort of long-term romantic way. I think it's just really more like the idea that like there are a lot of different ways to have casual sex. And I don't think for some people it's realistic to be like, you will feel nothing except just the pleasure and physical sensation of a sexual good time. You will have your orgasm say goodbye and then feel nothing else. And if you feel something else, you have failed at your mission. Right. 
feelings don't work like that. We don't get to just decide like, okay, well, I'm only going to feel out to here and I can control that, right? Sometimes there's something about another person that catches you or an interaction with somebody that surprises you in some kind of way. And you're not, I don't actually think psychologically it's helpful to always be like, well, I should be able to just wrestle that emotion to the ground and into submission. (laughs) I think it's usually more helpful to be honest with yourself about like, oh, I'm maybe starting to develop feelings for someone. Do I want to continue this? Do I not? I just, yeah, I think he's maybe being a little unrealistic in terms of how human emotions might work. All right. So we're going to say on this sequence, this little tidbit of information Doc gives maybe another thumbs up and a thumbs down. A little of both. I'm, again, I'm reserving all thumbs. Just those are my thoughts. (laughs) I'm going to say that's a thumbs up, thumbs down. So I'm going to give you one more little tidbit here, Doc, okay? Okay. Oh, can I wait? Before you give me that tidbit, can you read the last sentence of this about disappointment? What was it? Of course. It's when people forget these rules that somebody inevitably gets disappointed or hurt. Oh, I hate that. Okay, let me <laughs> let me tell you why. There is no fail-safe way to not get hurt or be disappointed. Right, it's possible. No f- that's impossible. Like, this is life. In life, if you want something, you have to take risks. And sometimes taking a, what taking a risk inherently means is sometimes you might get hurt or be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You can usually handle feeling hurt or feeling disappointed. You don't have to move through life and not do things for fear of that because that's a bummer life, Yeah. right? Most things worth having include some element of risk of the potential of being hurt or being rejected or being disappointed. And it's not the end of the world if, let's say you try to have casual sex with someone and I don't know, you forget one of Tucker's precious rules here. It should have no meaning, the act act itself or whatever that rule was. And you end up developing feelings for someone. And then they say, hey, actually, I was just in this for a casual thing. I'm not on the same page with you. And then you end up disappointed and hurt. That's not the end of the world. Not the end of the world. It is okay. You try. You develop, you're a human. You develop feelings for someone. That's right. You're not, as an aside, any less of a man or like not good at casual sex just because you happen to have some disappointment or experience hurt. That was all. Well said, Doc. Well said. So, let me give you your last little tidbit here yeah. from our old friend Tab Tucker. While some guys may have an easier time getting laid than others due to the fact that they're in better shape, better looking, richer, etc., it is still a skill that anyone can master. Your level of commitment is very crucial. This is not something at which you can make a half-hearted stab and a sigh of resignation. You will have to work at it. But let me preface my comments by first saying that the better you dress, the more well-groomed and buff you are, and the more confidently you present yourself, the easier it will be for you. It's just like running a marathon. The stronger you are, the easy, the, the more easily you'll finish. You can be weak and still finish, but it will be much more difficult and you'll probably finish last. So how do you acquire this skill? How do you learn how to pick up women? You start out by being yourself. This is how you develop your approach. If you're a funny guy, use humor. 
if you're a smart guy, use your intellect. It's all you. And if you can just be yourself, you will come off as a much better, more confident guy. If you have a nice smile, loosen up and show those teeth. This is what the women like. Confidence. Some guys think that if they pretend to be some sort of royalty or movie or sports star or something, it'll get them laid. This might work in the movies, but in real world, most women are going to see right through it, and you'll only end up looking like a fool. I actually thought. Pretty good advice. We talk about it here on the podcast to be yourself. Don't be anybody but yourself. Don't you say that, Doc? I don't think I say it that way, but I probably will talk about practicing authenticity and what that means, mm-hmm. right? And how do you practice authenticity? Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a, any issues with the idea of like learning how to like about being yourself. I will say, um, I just think about like some people that might read this book and frankly, some folks that I've worked with that have probably read books like this and possibly even this book. That's sometimes when you tell somebody, you just gotta be yourself. They know what you're talking about and other people are struggling so much with like who they are and like feeling okay about who they are that that's actually a really stressful thing to tell somebody, right? Because when somebody's struggling with like maybe self-worth or self-esteem, they might not feel like their self is good enough, right? Or they might sure, even not, sure. or they might go, what is that? I've had, I can't even tell you how many folks I've had coming over the years. And this is across gender, right? Being like, yeah, well, my friends just tell me I need to be myself and dating, right? Maybe it's not just casual sex, but dating. I just need to be myself. What the hell does that mean, right? Like I've had <laughs> so many people say that. And so just to say out loud, like for some folks, that's not actually simple advice because they're, you know, struggling to kind of identify what it is about themselves that might have value or meaning or worth, you know, and might be seen as desirable to other people, or they're still just figuring out kind of who they are. And they have some anxiety about that. So that's just something to say out loud. I, I like the idea about practicing authenticity. I, I don't, can we go back to like the first half of this for a second though? Oh, you want to go back to where he's like, got to be the best version of yourself. You got to, you know. Uh, It's not about being buff. Yeah, being buff. I mean, come on, doc. What, what, what ladies don't like to see a, a hot buff dude? Some don't. Well, I mean, Tucker would uh, not agree that some don't. Like, I mean, I'm not going to like pretend that like we don't live in a culture that has certain, um, like certain beauty ideals, right? And physical appearance ideals. And that in certain ways, those ideals are a social resource that can, you know, allow you success, more success in certain areas. But honestly, as an aside, the older people get, the less they actually tend to give a shit about those things. (laughs) And the more as they get older, they tend to be like, I just want a decent human. Right. That's what I want. I don't know. What do you think, Jeremiah? You've been around in this world. I have been around in this world. Not very long, because I'm only going to be 27 this year. But That's it, inaccurate. It, <clears throat> Doc, don't, you know, our fans know. It's fine. Just Google me. Google me. It's fine. Anyway, the point is, I have to say that I, I think Tucker is actually giving decent advice here about trying to be the best version of yourself. Like, you know, if you're going out, you know, take a shower, comb your hair. <laughs> You not know, arguing with that. You know, fair uh, point. Do uh, you know a little bit of effort? You know, 
Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Effort is required. You can't just expect people to approach you and be like, you're hot. I want to have sex with you. Let's go. Right. Got to put in Maybe. a little effort, you know? Yeah. And uh, so the grooming aspect and all that I thought was actually pretty decent advice. I mean, look, I, let's be honest. You know, the reality of the world today there are a lot of, uh, you know, preconceived ideas of what beauty has to be and what it doesn't have to be. And, you know, he might have a point that if somebody's in super great shape, you know, maybe it would be a little bit easier to approach, you know, to have a little bit more confidence in that way. You know, but uh, I don't I, I'm not finished with my thought. I, you I could tell you're already ready to, 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 to jump on me like a cat. Go ahead. No, I'm not it's... to jump on you, to jump on Tucker. So just keep going. <laughs> no, it's fine. Go ahead. Jump on Tucker. No, no. Please finish Well, my thought. thought's gone now. I don't remember. Because <laughs> oh, you sorry. interrupted me. I'm sorry, Jeremy. It's fine. I'm it sorry. was just magic and it's gone. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I apologize. If the magic comes back to you, please let us know. <laughs> um... <laughs> Continue, Doc. Uh, no, just the, like, I agree, right? We've done a whole podcast on like, hey- yeah, you do have to put effort in, like take care of your hygiene before you go on a date, right? Like there are certain things that can help set you up. I think the part that I don't necessarily always know is helpful is messaging around like, what was he saying? Like, if you're not like, yeah, what was it about the marathon? It's like something about, you know, you. Yeah, like, like if you're totally out of shape, uh, you know, you start, you might finish, but you'll be last, right? So yeah. if you're in like better shape, you know, you'll, you'll, you could do a lot better in the marathon, right? Right. I mean, he's not wrong that if you're in shape, you're going to do better in the marathon. But I think this idea that you, I talk with real people every day and I get to hear about how they interpret some of these messages. Right. So someone like Tab can universally kind of just say statements like, oh, you know, people that are buff or more attractive or whatever, they are going to get laid more. And like, I guess you don't have to try. I mean, but you know, you're going to end up blasting the race. Like that messaging can feed incredibly real anxieties for, yes. people, for people because, you know, some people might not even realize that someone else perceives them as attractive and how they, we all have distortions in terms often of how we see ourselves. So you might have someone that the world would like many people in the world would look at and go, they're pretty good looking. And they might be sitting in my office talking about how they think they're hideous. True. And so whenever people sort of make broad generalized statements around, this is what it is. And this is the truth of the world. I get a little prickly because <laughs> I'm I'm every day sitting with people hearing how they might be interpreting these very black and white messages in ways that are actually really harmful. And that's why I'm always like, well, I mean, maybe there's some truth to that idea, but also like, you got to kind of think about like what kind of, you know, I, I'm not going to ever argue that, um, you know, there aren't certain, like we would call them like kind of social resources, right? Like right, certain like right. quote unquote levels of attractiveness or, or, how much money you have in your bank account, like that may be appealing to some people and those things might uh, be more like erotic or arousing to other people. I'm not going to say that that's not real. And at the same time, there are all these other things that people also eroticize. Kindness is one of them. I have so many people sitting in my office saying, I, you know what, as I've 
like a lot of times it's, it really is as people are getting older, sometimes also when they're younger, but often when they're getting older going, I just, you know what I'm attracted to? Someone just treating me as though I am a valuable, worthwhile human and being kind and being direct and clearly communicating with me about stuff. That's hot. That's hot to me because what we find attractive and arousing can change. And I think the way he's describing it seems a little black and white to me. Well, I think that is a thumbs up, thumbs down across the board review here. I think if we averaged it all out and did some kind of weird math calculation that I'm not gonna do, but the doc overall says the Tab Tucker's book is a thumbs up, thumbs down based on I'm, the couple of paragraphs that I wrote. I'm I'm probably, it is going to be hard pressed to ever find me to get to recommend a book that has, how to get laid, exclamation <laughs> point. I'm probably not ever gonna be the person that's an endorsing a book with sort of that <sighs> intensity of messaging, if we're being totally honest. So Tab never stood a chance, just after the title. Well, I appreciate you, Tab. I appreciate you trying to, to help people get laid. Uh, and uh, thank you, Doc, for letting me do my favorite type of episode, which is thumbs up, thumbs down, or whatever the doc calls it. What is it? Good advice, bad advice. Good advice, bad advice. I'll never learn that because I like my title better. But I just want to say thank you, Doc. Thank you for everything that you do for so many people. I know I say it all the time, but I really do mean it. I adore you, and I think you're an absolute badass rock star who helps so many people, and I appreciate you. So, thank you. And uh, to all of our millions of fans out there, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Check out all our social media and uh, be kind to one another. And uh, we'll talk to you all again next week. Bye, Doc. Bye. This episode of the University of Pleasure was produced, directed, and edited by me, Jeremiah James. It was written by Dr. Tara Jansen and me. Jeremiah James. The University of Pleasure theme music was written by the incomparable Robert Felstein. Additional multimedia support by associate producer Kyle Binkley. And please remember, we want to be as inclusive as possible of the diverse experiences of others here at the University of Pleasure. So please email us your suggestions for topics that might be suited to you directly, questions, feedback, or just really great sex stories at contact at universityofpleasure.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to all of our social media.